Can you hear me in the background? Do I need to close my door? No, good. I can't hear. Can you hear my mum and dad in the background? Yes. The, the joke is, I don't live with my mum and dad. Do you get it? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Lucky. <laughs> Thanks. It's always good to have a supporter um, on the podcast, you know? Lucky's just going to plug his stream at the end of this. Watch. Yeah, watch. He's just here to laugh and then plug his stream. That's it. <laughs> oh, this reminds me of our uh, Lockstock plays, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this reminds me of that time I played Persona 3 on stream. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Catch it tomorrow. <laughs> Catch it um, tomorrow. <laughs> and with that, I guess I'll uh, intro the podcast. Welcome to the Jim Watch podcast, um, episode four. Um, once again, um, I want to start off by saying. Um, Brad. Hi, mate. I'm, I'm a fly on You're shit. not. You're not a co-host. I just want you to understand that just because you've been on all four of the four episodes that have been released, that doesn't make you a co-host. I'm still not going to pay you. That's okay. Time. I'm just here to listen to the um, jingle at the start, and then I'm happy to leave, actually. Oh, so you just listen to the jingle at the start, and then the rest is just pre-recorded responses? Yes. The rest is just like you going, mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Yeah, I agree. And you just have a soundboard going. Well, yes. um, you won't be able to pull that off in this one because um, this week, um, as sort of a, a segue from last week's episode, because um, last week, if you missed it, we did the Shrek movies. Um, we talked about all four Shrek movies. But now we're talking about other non-Shrek DreamWorks movies, because I think um, Shrek is really their their staple, and I know they've got um, How to Train Your Dragon, that's pretty consistently good, um, Kung Fu Panda's pretty good, but um, they also have a lot of, I'm not going to say forgotten movies, but they're like cult classic movies, which I feel kind of sums up what we, we all chose, but um, yeah, th so this week we've got Brad again, um, we've got Lockie again, and we've got Teeny again, um, which is unfortunate. I didn't want any of them back, but, you know, it happens. Too good of a crew not to pass up. Yeah, that's true. It's the ultimate also, crew. Also, that's a lie. You stalker messaged us on Facebook. I didn't stalker message you. <laughs> I just wanted to know what movies you were doing. <laughs> Guys, can I please get a crew? Can I please? <laughs> Shut up. It's not what happened. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I guess off the top, just um, do the little, you know, shameless plug. Um, depending on where you're listening to this, one of the options is already obvious, but um, you can listen to this on Spotify. You could listen to it on Apple Podcasts. Um, and... Yeah, it's it's pretty easy to listen to now, so you kind of have no excuse if you uh, don't listen to it. Um, but, yeah, I guess um, we can get straight into it. I don't know how you guys want to um, order it. I thought I'd wait and ask you. Do you want to go? We can either do in order of release, or we can just go uh, whoever wants to go first. Um, to talk about their chosen DreamWorks movie. Um, 
I was the co-host. I think we should do alphabetical order. Oh, Keep it neat. <laughs> alphabetical order of the movies or alphabetical yep. order yep. of the names of the people talking about the movies? Oh, no. We've got to go. Movies. Movies? Let's go. Okay. Let's Let me go. pull up the list. Um, but I believe that would make mine first. Right? Sounds good. Yes. Be yeah, why did away. that take so long for my brain to process that B comes before E? Because yes. I feel C like that's before E, up. except after C. Of course, that is <laughs> that's the rule. Um, that's what we were taught. Um, yeah, well, um, strong start. Um, B movie. <laughs> Um, okay. You say you hate it, you're fired from your own podcast. Okay, okay. I didn't say I hate it. <laughs> Brad took the wrong idea when I said my opinion on on the B movie. Um, okay, what year did I say it came out? Okay, so the B movie came out in 2007. So it's the second latest of the four movies that we've chosen. Um, but yeah, fuck me. This movie's fucking. I don't even know. I feel like everything's already <laughs> been said about it. I feel like everyone has already said everything there is to say about this f- fucking movie. It's so bizarre, and every part of it is just dumb. I'm going to say it. It's dumb. I'm sorry. Dumb. But it's dumb. Okay? It just, like, stands out among, like, all animated movies, doesn't it? It literally does because it's so different, and that's not a good thing. Okay, I'm not saying it's unique <laughs> and special. I'm saying it's bizarre and it doesn't. It's such a strange story, and I forgot. I think I forgot the second half of the movie. I thought the movie ended at like the halfway point. Like the plot to me, in my mind, never went past a lawsuit in which Barry B. Benson, <laughs> uh, B. voiced by Jerry Seinfeld that wears a yellow and black sweater over his B print um, sues the entire human race for stealing B's honey. I just thought, oh yeah, Look, that's... it's fair. I thought that's the end. He wins the lawsuit and that's the end of the, the movie. And then I kind of forgot that, like, the whole second half of the movie happens where, like... The, yeah. the entire world goes to shit and it's like all the plants are dying because there's no honey and there's no pollen and wow Barry you've got to save the earth and then he does like a little fucking adventure and like goes on a plane and then he goes into the cockpit to try and uh, do I don't even remember what he tries to do he tries to undelay them they're, they're like having a delay right. and he goes into the cockpit and says like hey guys um gonna have to uh hurry up uh we need to get somewhere and instead the two um co-pilots accidentally knock each other out um and then vanessa um has to go to the front of the cockpit i feel like i skipped over the fact that um a bee and a human are in love but um vanessa has to go to the cockpit and take control of the plane um, but she doesn't know how to fly a plane, and when she realises that, um, she cracks the shits and crosses her arms while a plane full of passengers is crashing. Um, and the way the plane is saved is by a group... Uh, all of the bees from um, Barry B. Benson's hive um, come and uh, lift the plane and then 
help it land by um, creating a pulsating flower on the ground that they land the plane onto. And I feel like that really just sums up the whole <laughs> second half of the movie. Um, um, you're completely missing Thinking B. Ah, of course, sorry. <laughs> they, thinking they chant, B. Thinking they chant B. Thinking B as they make a pulsating flower. It is a brilliant movie. Okay, Absolute but see, genius. I feel like the things that I'm saying are bad, you're saying are good. It um, taught me at a ripe, precious age the importance of bees to the world. You want to know the lesson Had I learned from the taught? movie, Tinny? You want to know the lesson I learned? To you never be. No. <laughs> to never be as insecure as Vanessa's boyfriend. Okay. Oh, can Can man. Lessons. The fact that he feels extremely threatened by a bee <laughs> is the funniest plot point in that movie, but they don't play it as a joke. But isn't he allergic anyway, though? So, like, it kind of does make sense, because <clears throat> I'm pretty sure yes. he's allergic. He's allergic to bees, yes. Um, but it's more so the fact that, um, like, I get it at the start when he tries to kill Barry, and he's like, what the hell, kill it, that thing's gonna kill me. And she's like, no, don't kill it, it talks. Um, and then it's when she's supposed to be having dinner with Ken, and then he's running late, and he arrives home to see his girlfriend sitting at a table with a bee, a talking bee, sitting at a tiny doll table <coughs> eating food, and he sits across from him <laughs> and says, hey, get out of here, mister. Um, get your hands off her, or something like that. And I was like, he's a bee. What the fuck is your problem? I was like, how insecure do you have to be, no pun intended, to feel threatened by a fucking bee. Like, I know he's voiced by Jerry Seinfeld, and that voice is, like, beautiful, but, like, come on. He's man. a pretty cute bee, too. Like, you can't... Pretty cute bee. <laughs> That's disgusting. Um... He's a snack-sized <laughs> snack of a bee. He'd yeah. absolutely <laughs> love to eat up Barry B. Benson. Um... I hate it. <laughs> Alright, so I'd also like to request that I have uh, my own little jingle um, when I bring up a, a fan theory. All right, here we go. Dun, 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 dun. You're bringing up a fan theory about B movie. A theory, a B movie, um, that Adam is a transsexual. <gasps> oh, let's hear it. What? Well, it's 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 just uh, only girl bees can sting. That that's pretty much it. That's biology. Only girl bees can sting. Adam stung someone. But is this sort of like okay, like yeah, that would be really sick. But is this like a thing that? You know, from Barnyard. I was literally going to say yeah, Barnyard. Pretty much. Barnyard. The main cow has others. Pretty much. Pretty much. Okay, That's but that was a good Nickelodeon one original movie. I don't think it's really held to the same standards as a DreamWorks movie. Um, but yeah, that's a good point. Um, I didn't really think of that, Brad. Clearly, I don't know enough about the bees. I well, maybe you should bees. sit and watch the B movie again at less judgmental this time. You know Ginny? what? I'm <laughs> I'm never watching the movie again. I'm just putting it out. There. Uh, that's right. All they, they want to watch is B movie script on it. Okay, I'm going to buy that. Um, I just wanted to and find. And cultures kept it alive too, which I love that. Oh, definitely. It's like last week when we were talking about the um, 
the Shrek movies and how memes have sort of kept them alive. I'm like, that's kind of the same shit with this. Like, I don't think people would still be talking about this movie if not for that. Um, for the fact that, like, everyone kind of turned it into a meme. Um, yeah, legit. Which I kind of love. But yeah, I wanted to find um, my review. So I'm going to go on my Letterboxd real quick because I um, my review on Letterboxd was just a recital of my favourite line from the movie, which I messaged to you guys as well. Um, <laughs> which was, um, right as the... Um, Barry realises that all of the plants are gone and it's all his fault and Vanessa's like, look what you've done um, he this is what Barry B. Benson has to say he says, so if there's no more pollination, it could all just go south here, couldn't it? And then Vanessa responds with, I know this is also partly my fault and Barry B. Benson responds with how about a suicide pact? Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> um, I think DreamWorks forgot that this was a children's movie about a talking bee and then they were like how about a suicide pact what the fuck what I want to know DreamWorks ladies and okay, gentlemen I need to look it up because I forgot to look this up um, what movie by DreamWorks if they had any other movies in 2007 what else came out that year um because clearly they had better people working on a different movie that wasn't this one. I'm just putting I'm not, it how out there. How do you there. say that? I'm Bee sorry. movie is a good movie. Just like, why are you looking that up, Chenik? It's like, sh- like going back to last week, Shrek's like adult humor was like super, like, well, it wasn't like super subtle, but you know, if you were a kid. You didn't really, like, know what they were talking about. Okay, sorry to interrupt, but um, Shrek the Third was 2007, the same year as this movie. So that explains it. That yeah, explains... but we also said last week that Shrek the Third is probably one of the more weaker movies, so... But it's not as weak as this movie. I'm putting it out there. Like, fucking hell. <sighs> I just... Yeah, with B-movie, they're just like, let's just commit suicide, dude. Let's do it. Why not? Yeah, and then she's literally, she's like, how would we do that? And he's like, oh, I sting you, you step on me. And she's like, that'll just kill you twice. And he's like, oh, yeah, true. So is Barry B. Benson transsexual as well? Does he ever sting her? Well, he does have a stinger. He sharpens it in a pencil sharpener at the start. So, I mean. Oh, true. But he never uses it, but he has it. So, man. Maybe they're not transsexual. Maybe they just needed better researchers for this movie. <laughs> All B have stingers. <laughs> All B do the sting. Um, the only thing I really <laughs> learned from this movie as a kid was that bees stinging people killed the bee. I was like, I didn't know that. That's it. Oh, you That's didn't know that? No, didn't know that. Because apparently oh, no. I didn't learn anything at school. But um, no. Like bees are like the most important thing keeping us all alive. Apparently, like according animal, to the bee yeah. movie, because without bees, how would it, oh how God. would that how would that crushing <laughs> plane survive without bees? You know, it wouldn't. Well, there it, you go. Just yeah. like that pilot Sullivan or whatever his name is. Yeah. Um, and I think it's also very important to acknowledge um. Uh, just the entire. The the like the look of this movie. 
is kind of nice. Um, but then for some reason, the humans look really ugly. Like, everything That's looks really nice. Um, keep the focus on the bees, maybe. And the know. humans look like shit. And it's like, you can sometimes give the excuse of like, oh, maybe they just didn't have the human design nailed, but like, they made three Shrek movies already. They made Over the Hedge. They made, um, I can't remember what else had humans in it that was before that, that was like a similar style, but they had done humans. And then for some reason, the humans in this one looked significantly worse, but maybe they were more focused on the environments in this one. Which is sort of what I think might have happened. Because well, the I mean, environments about look bees. great. The flowers look great. And the bees look... The actual designs are ugly, but they look nice. Um, but yeah, then the humans look really weird. That was like a weird thing for me. But anyway. Um, I feel like this is just a hate post about bees. Like, I'm going to be honest. And I'm low-key offended. <laughs> Never allowed honey again. <laughs> Go throw your honey outside. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not a hate not post about bees. It's a hate Crunchies, post about allowed. bee movie. Okay. Mhm. Mhm. <laughs> to be fair, though, Ken wearing like his two boots on his hands is gonna haunt me for the rest of my days. That looks <laughs> terrifying. He said something about it. He says like these ones are winter boots. They're gonna get you. And then yeah, <laughs> I can't remember what he said, but it's something like that. Oh, it's. Oh, it's it's so like the animation for the humans like you it just looks so weird it's compared very to like wacky. literally everything else in that film because everything else looks really nice and then that is just like I don't know I had it it's a small gripe but anyway I think look, <laughs> compared I don't to know. the rest of the gripes you have I don't know like it's just such a fucking it's a ride that's what it is it's a fucking roller coaster this movie I just can't even. I don't know. I don't remember it being this bizarre. I'm just putting it out there. Like, I know it's a meme, but, like, all I remembered was, like, you like jazz? Like, haha, very funny. And then, like, <laughs> the whole second half of the movie happens, and I'm like, what the fuck? What is this? But then, like, you compare it do to other think, DreamWorks movies, and it's nothing. But Do you think that if there were no B-movie memes, B-movie would be as forgotten as Barnyard is? Oh, that's no barnyard. Isn't I would put it up. Is there. it? Every now and then, <laughs> I still barnyard? remember barnyard. That like, a dope PS2 game with it as well. Barnyard. You know when you just like, you know Major when you're falling asleep, and then like something pops into your head, and you're like, that doesn't belong there. Biggie cheese. Yeah. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Mr. Bombastic. <laughs> I kind of want to do an episode on Barnyard now. Um, yeah, put it on the list. Future episode. Put it on the list for Brad's two months. Brad's there. Lucky's there. Team, you there? <laughs> um, look, I probably will miss out on that one. Not because I don't like Barnyard. Just, um, <laughs> I, I just feel a little attacked for the B-movie right now. So I'm a little oh, bit on edge. Shut up. Okay, one last gripe I have about it before I move on. <laughs> oh, here we go. Could... Then you got okay, I sat there and I couldn't think of a better title. But B-movie, really? I know it, like, encapsulates what, kind of what it's about, but, like, couldn't you have gotten something a little bit more creative? I don't know. What do you mean, kind of? 
the whole movie <laughs> is about bees. The whole okay. movie is um, about the importance most, of the bees. I found though that when I was searching, a lot of um, DreamWorks movies have this problem. The some of them do not. Um, El Dorado, for example, Brad does not have this issue, but a lot of them do. Okay, where they just name what's the the name of the movie is just like the most basic thing you could think of. Like, okay, so no, this, that's El Dorado this, too. This movie uh, is about a panda that knows kung fu. Kung Fu Panda, and that's it. Like, there's never, and then the sequel, Shark Kung Tale. Fu it's Panda about a shark. Two. Yeah, the the name Shark Tale does not encapsulate that it's about sharks who are the mafia, voiced by Robert De Niro, um, and Jack Black, um, that try to kill uh, a fish, voiced by Will Smith, that also looks like Will Smith, um. And they all bet on horses that, uh, seahorses that race like racehorses. Um, and also Will Smith's fish tries to fuck Angelina Jolie as a fish. Um, I don't think Shark Tale really encapsulates that. Like, B-Movie does a little bit of a better job. But you don't see the title B-Movie and go, Oh yeah, that movie's gonna be about a bee falling in love with a human and then that human helping him sue the human race. Like that's and not what, you what would you call it? What would you rename B movie? But this is the issue: is that I sat there and I have this problem, but I don't know what I would name it. So like, honey's taken. <laughs> honey's taken. Um, I don't know. Go something like end the of honey the world tribe. by bees. The honey tribe. What? what? Starring bee fast, bee furious. Bee fast, bee furious. <laughs> Oh god! What if it, they kept doing them and they did like two B two movie and then they did like um what was the fucking the God I remember B movie two and they just get lazy two. and it's just B seven. It feels like it's been so long since we fucking watched the Fast and Furious movies. Anyway, oh, I'm kind of glad that's in the review mirror. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> Joe said, right? Um Thank you, T. <laughs> Someone had to laugh at it. Um, look, final, final thoughts. I gave it three out of five on Letterboxd. Whoa. Oh fuck, that's rough. Like I'm gonna say it. That shit's rough. It what just, did you give Fast and Furious? It's just. All right, moving on. Um... Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I swear. I Every swear. Fast and Furious movie got rated higher than B movie, and I wanted. How? I don't. I don't have any regrets. Mm, don't even. Mm, no remorse. Mm, I can't enter DreamWorks, but I could go on about how terrible, bad movie Fast and Furious is. But it's fine. It's a DreamWorks movie, and I'll calm down. I feel like we. What would you have on. rated B movie T out of five? Out of five, honestly, a five out of five. I enjoy that movie. Like, <laughs> I love the a B five. movie. I have loved the B movie since I was a child. I have loved it. It was like one of the first too. movies I made Brad watch when I stayed over at Brad's house. What year were you born, Because it was on Tim? the channel. 95. So you were 12 when this came out? I was just a baby. I was just a wee baby. Because it was say it was, 12 it... as a baby? <laughs> I, you talk six, about it like you grew up with it. Like, bro, it came out when you were 12. Calm down. I grew up with it. Just because you are uncultured. 
Oh, whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't feel like having my culture attacked, thanks, but whatever. Um, <laughs> okay, continuing on with the... We're still going to go alphabetical order, I assume. But I'm not the host. Make... That, that's your job to organise, mate. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast has turned into a roast session. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, welcome to Chad Watched. Um, <laughs> Chad Brad. Um, now, so speaking of Brad, um, you're next. Um, you're talking about the road to El Dorado. The road um, to El Dorado. Which yeah, I haven't actually the... seen. So, Whoa. watch it. Fucking good. So I, I genuinely think this is one of the most um, underrated animated movies of all time. Due to a few factors. One of them being it is a bit more uh, aimed towards the the adult side of animation. As in like it's a bit... Lots of mature themes like sacrifices and... There's, there's like, there's even like a little bit of a sexy time bit. There's, it, it's, it's just more mature. And this, the other animated movies that came out at the same time, one were bops. Like it was a strong time for animation and kids movies, which is 2000. It came out in, and yeah, and two the, the more adult themes that the parents were just naturally going to go to. The, the more kiddie movie so I feel like but that's it's weird it's... though because you're talking about like how good this movie is for its time um mm-hmm. but it's is it as good as Chicken Run because I just <laughs> I don't know that movie that would have come out about the same time and I'm gonna put it out there uh, that's a fucking good that's an amazing movie maybe one of the best alright look Right to El Dorado is five squillion times better than fucking Chicken Run but but Whoa. the other movies that came out at, at the same time in the same year The Emperor's New Groove sorry I just want to realize mo- so Tini attacks me for attacking B movie but are you attacking Chicken Run I just want to know if that's uh, no no just just if you're going to compare El Dorado and Chicken Run don't mention Chicken Run is what I'm saying that's are you implying that Chicken Run is a bad movie because different differently no. it is definitely it is definitely inferior El Dorado bops, Jinnick, you need to watch that shit. I now. made the right choice not inviting you to next week's podcast. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Scoop. Just... There have you know been what? some hot takes today. <laughs> Tini and I Tini and I, if we came on the Scoop podcast, we were like not as not as good as Scooby Doo the first one, is it? Hold on, <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you now. I'm just muting my mic because I don't wanna I don't wanna be a part of this anymore. You know what? You can okay. carry it. I'm done. I make it Brad watched. I don't care. Don't Get on my <laughs> podcast and diss Chicken Run. That's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> that's just that's reason. No, chicken. That's all. Chicken Run's crime. good. We we like Chicken Run, but I think the quality of El Dorado is good, and it got better as I got older. I think that's where Chicken Run loses. And Look, to be El fair, Dorado, I haven't seen it, fair. so I can't tell you if you're right or wrong. <laughs> but <clears throat> it's really good. And other movies that came out in the same year was the Tigger movie, which bopped, and that's what most parents took to see their kids at the movies because they, you know, watched that stuff when they were growing up as well. The Grinch came out, the Flintstones, the live-action Flintstones, and the Rugrats in Paris, which also bopped Wait, very, very what? hard. Live-action Flintstones only came out in the year 2000? Yeah, and there's, like, other ones, like Rocky, Bullwinkle and stuff, but <clears throat> El Dorado... 
just wasn't chosen over the like all the all the kitty kitty movies um or it's you're too old to go many. see an animu like an animated movie but bop of a movie what's crazy to me is that like whenever i talk to anyone about road to el dorado it, they're either like oh it's such an awesome movie or like oh you know it's like a really forgettable film there's nothing like really no in, between in between that that i hear in re- like people talking about it no yeah and because then, it's um i don't know if that's the people who watched it like i wonder if it's like correlation between did you watch it when you're an adult or did you watch it growing up yeah it's like a bit of a well did you guys you guys watched it when you were growing up Lockie? Yeah, you, so it would have been yeah. five. Yeah. Oh, I would have been five. So when this one came out. It would be kind of interesting if I watched it, which I didn't get really much time to this week, but I'm going to watch it at some point to see if that is like a different perspective. Someone who hasn't seen it going I, into it. But I think my gut instinct says you'd enjoy it more when you're older. I hated it as a kid. Oh, just, there you go. I didn't like it as a kid. There was just something about it that I didn't enjoy... And then I watched it with Brad, like, for the first time again. And I was like, wait, this is kind of a bop of a, music, a movie. Mm. Mm. And the whole the whole soundtrack, too, is very, very consistently good. So it's um, Elton John, the whole movie. He does every single scene. Really? There's a song for every scene. And it's, it's really well done. The, the, the main characters of it, too, are... Um, really good there's only like really five real characters with real you know real lines and stuff in it um but that's enough there's like animals and shit in it but um but it's pretty much the two two main characters which is um shit what's their names um kevin klein and kenneth brenner so that's tulio and mogul so that's yeah they're really good and rosie perez is in it as well as the the little little Mexican lady, but it's a bop. It is a bop. I mean, you're selling me on it, so maybe I'll you're have to give it a go. And, and you know what it you know what it's about? Like apart from the fact that it's El Dorado. Well, that's that's what I know is El Dorado. Cool. And I know that so it's, because it's pretty, of Uncharted. So go yeah, so pretty much the the whole premise of the movie is two con men accidentally con their way into getting a map to El Dorado. Um, you know they obviously get to El Dorado I won't spoil it too much but they have to also keep the con up that Brad, they're gods I as said well. to you I think it's, it's okay good. if you spoil the movie it's, it's been spoiled. out for 20 years I'm pretty 20 sure years. <laughs> going on 21 it's fair okay. call I'll allow but it yeah, give it a watch give it a rate Chinny. but this one for me is definitely if we were rating it out of 5 like 4.5 out of 5 and I think the reason it doesn't get a five out of five is because I think you compare it to other things that were getting animated and stuff that time, it's not great in comparison. Mm-hmm. But also, if it was made by Disney, uh, and I, f- I feel like if it had the exact same story, it was had a Disney slapped on it and, you know, sort of cartoon, like, you know, made it more cartoony, I feel like it would still be a very talked about film to this day yeah I reckon you're right but that's but that's that's El Dorado that's on my end I'm not sure if anyone else has anything to say on it but it's bloody you, you good and the, worth a watch 
you look at the film and it's like you know it's got a cool story like all the animation is top notch because it's like that classic 2d yeah. style um that just looks really pretty but then you look at like the box office and it bombed at the box office by like Which 20 million dollars it's not yeah that's what i know about it now is that it's like definitely like i said before it's sort of come into its own as like a cult classic rather than like it wasn't as popular yeah exactly but I think it got yeah, a lot uh, more popular later on in, in its life. And, like, I think that's no. the same with a lot of DreamWorks movies, to be honest, but... Yeah. Like, and they didn't all it, bomb. But. Yeah, just unfortunate timing, too, on release. I really, I really believe that this is really unfortunate timing, the year they chose to to push it out. Dinosaurs was there as well, a di- another Disney movie that would have been advertised beyond belief. Oh, my God. You know... I haven't told this story on the podcast, but you guys know the dinosaur flubber story, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay. Look, long story short, I'm scarred for life by both the dinosaur movie and flubber um, because one day um, dinosaurs was supposed to be on the Disney Channel and I recorded it and got all excited because I love that movie. Um, and then I went to watch it two days later and they actually ended up showing Flubber instead of Dinosaurs. And I watched half the movie without realising um, that it was Flubber because I'd never seen that movie before. Um, and then got uh, really upset because I realised that it was halfway through a different movie um, and I hadn't even noticed. So I now can't watch either of them. But that's oh, the Dinosaur out. Flubber story. Um, <laughs> Flubber's, Flubber's also a boss. Yeah, and I just can't watch it now because I watched half of it going, when's the dinosaurs going to come in? Because I was like four, and I'm like, I can't fucking do this again. Shit house. Just shit house. Really shit house <laughs> on Disney's part, you know, to yeah, change their Disney. schedule. Uh, Don't say you're Disney showing Channel dinosaurs did that if you're going to so put often, Flubber though. on. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. You wouldn't say you're going to put Phineas and Ferb on and then put on Hannah Montana, you pricks. Mm. And, Although both bops, both bops. <laughs> so dumb. I can't. I'll never watch. I never watch either. I, I love Phineas and Ferb. That's a lie. Um, okay. I, I do have one fan theory of of El Dorado oh, as well. Okay. Here we go. Play theory, the tune. Play the tune. Go the fan theory music. Dun 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 dun. There you go. Um, that's a tune. Um, <laughs> and L- Lucky and Teeny Chinik, you probably won't have any idea what what this is, but. Tulio is yeah. an actual god. Is the is the oh. theory that I found, and I be, I believe it. He's depicted in a lot more um, of like the prophecies on the walls and stuff. If you pause and you do, you know, you turn things upside down and stuff. Some of his scenes that you can catch later in the movie are going to be depicted on the walls and stuff. Um, really, where um, Miguel isn't in any of those he's only in the ones where um Julio's involved I hope I got them around the right way no Miguel Miguel is the actual is the actual god and Tulio isn't he's the thing so Miguel the blonde haired man is actually a god and he's depicted a lot more as a god on the walls and stuff than Tulio who is just there to be you know by his side well, that's interesting. Yeah. Do you have a fan there theory for every movie, or? Um. Look, I'm. I struggled with over over the hedge. 
Okay. <laughs> but you've got one for Mega Mind, I hope. Mega Mind. Oh, jeez. When we start Mega Mind, I'll, I'll I'll have a quick look. I've got I've got a page open. I didn't read too deep into it. Well, does like anyone else really... have anything to say about Eldorado? Because we can move on to Mega Mind if you want. If you've got eighty minutes free, watch Eldorado. Yeah, it's it's really good. I will, Brad. I will. Do. Just because you told Do me it. to. Thank you. So, Tini, you've chosen to talk about my favourite DreamWorks movie. The best, one of the best. I can't say the best. They have a whole handful range of best DreamWorks movies, it's but this the is best one of the of the forget best. forgotten. Let's say it's the best of the non-franchise DreamWorks movies. Ooh! So like, Shrek, yeah, 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 Kung Fu Panda, that. and How to Train Your Dragon. They don't count. Um, but this, I would say, I would still fight that B movie is also a favorite. Fuck you. This movie is better than B movie. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is god tier. I love Mega Mind. If you ever see Chinnick eating a crunchy tin, I hope you just slap the fucker out of his hand. <laughs> now, Tini I've got something to admit anyway. here. Now it's my turn to admit I've never seen the film. I've never seen Mega Mind. Why the fuck haven't you seen Mega Mind? I don't oh, know. Like, it's just one of those films I've never run. gotten around to. Okay. Yeah. It's just good. Okay. It's DreamWorks' best kept secret. Yes. Yeah. No, I can I can agree with that. And Teeny, I didn't bring this up to you before because I wanted to bring it up in the podcast. But did anyone notice the little Anchorman reference? What? No, there's an Anchorman reference in Megamind. When? There's a squirrel um, water skiing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which is I what they reported notice. on in the first Anchorman. It was like one of the first stories that you saw him do in the, like the opening sequence of Anchorman. That's a so classic. they did a little Will Ferrell tip of the hat and I loved it. Ben, I also saw... have to go back and watch that. We also <laughs> saw the Walking Dead reference. Yeah, there's lots of good pop culture references in it that I didn't notice the first time I watched it. So, yeah, the... The DVD cover of The Walking Dead where one side of the road's chock-a-block and you can't move and then going into the city is just one singular vehicle. You know, going back into the city, they they did a little nod to that as well. It was... I love it. I love Mm. nods. I Man, I love Megamind. It's fucking good. It's so... Anyway, Tini, you could talk about it. It's your movie. Say what you want about it. So, Megamind. Where do we start with this adorable blue alien slash human? He looks like a human but has a massive ass head. Now, He's blue. This this movie, while you're talking about his big blue head, um, I was trying yes. to think in my head, like, oh, who voices him again? And it's Will Ferrell. Um, it's Will Ferrell and I forget every time. And every time I put this movie on and the opening voice starts, I'm like... Holy shit. It's one of the best voice casts that I think DreamWorks have ever had. Um, Over the Hedge is close, but this is, like, supreme. It's good. Here are some names. We have Will Ferrell. Okay. Brad Pitt. Tina Fey. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up, hold up. Who's Brad Pitt? Brad Pitt is Metro Man. The the Metro Man. The big superhero. No, no, no. Who's Brad Pitt? I don't know him. Right. No. <laughs> We've got 
David Cross. <laughs> oh, fuck, what? We have Ben Stiller. We have yeah, Justin who... Thoreau. Oh, my God. Like, And so Ben good. Stiller helped produce it, too, which I, I, I chucked that out into a mention. Who did? He, it was like his production company helped with that movie. Who? Ben Stiller's. Oh, fuck, really? Yeah. That's fucked. I didn't even know that. That's fucking awesome. I love that. Yeah, it's so it's, good. It, I, I very vividly remember before I saw the movie, they, um, I think it might have been one of the first times I ever saw them do this. But you know how, like, sometimes they some studios will put up like the first five minutes or ten minutes of their movie on YouTube I think mm-hmm. Megamind was oh one of the God. first instances I saw of it um, and I remember like the opening scene is one of my favourite scenes ever and I guess also because um, like what year did this come out Teeny? 2010 okay 2010 so I was 10 or I would have been probably about to turn 10 oh no I'd be 11 what am I talking about? The 11. Um, and I think, like, because I grew up with, like, a lot of superhero shit, like, that was kind of the thing I was into as a kid. And then to see, like, this movie that just fucking makes fun of all of it was, like, really, really good. And I love that, like, the his origin is just such, like, a fucking... It's such a rip-off of Superman, but they know it. And they make it very obvious, and they're like, "Yeah, this is Superman, but like, he's a villain now." I kind of love that, but uh, it's not the best part of the movie by far. But it's good, and I remember it very vividly because they uploaded the first like five or ten minutes or whatever it was to YouTube, and then I would just—I think I watched that like three times and went, "Yeah, I got to see this movie." Okay. It's 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 a it's a real good it's a real good movie, just. Mwah. And I and I have to say in the in the last sequence that it did in um, in the last fight scene, I I genuinely got pissed off for a minute because I was like, um, what's his name? Metro Man just comes in and saves the day, and then I'm like, oh, Mega Man, uh, Mega Man tried. Mega Man. Mega Mega Man. Oh man, like, Mega Man that- didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was like, oh, Mega Mega Mind. He just that what a fucking shit end to a movie. He just kind of tried his hardest, but you know, this bloke just comes out of nowhere. And they did did the old bait and switch, which was good. And then yeah, but I was I was like really got heated watching it this time. I was like, what the fuck? Why would you end it like that? Like, yeah, surprise, yeah. surprise, motherfucker. And I think again, it's kind of another. Um... It's a forgotten one. I, I think a lot of people just don't even remember it exists. But it's one of those ones <clears> where, like, people forget it, and then you say, oh, I remember Megamind, and they're like, oh, my God, I love that movie. Like, Yeah. But no one ever thinks about it, <laughs> you know? No. I remember when I first watched it, and it's when they first kind of, like, won the whole shebang, and they go into the town hall, like, office area, and they, like... Megamind has to like tell Minion to like start coming in and he's like just standing there and you can see his big shadow still holding the boombox above his head 
and they start giggling and like talking about having to move over and like they can still see you. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, that's just oh, that's yeah, that's just yes, that brilliant. And correct me if I'm wrong, that's that's Alvin and the Chipmunks manager, isn't it? The yeah. the fish. It surely is. Yes. David I love so good. There you go. There you go. I love that it. David Cross, a quite prolific comedian, known <laughs> 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 as for Arrested Development. Um, there was that. the one where he was like in a hospital and he was a doctor. Um, and you went, yeah, he's over in the Chipmunks manager, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I reckon I'm with most of the people that that know him would first go. Sure, I think that's, that's the, the first the first thing I saw him in. Um, but I guess like because I got so into Arrested Development, I remember him from that now. But yeah, that was definitely the first time I saw him. But it's just funny to hear it like that. Like, oh yeah, Alvin and the Chipmunks manager. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. Moving on. It's just like really funny. I don't know. Can I add that one to the list? Alvin and the yep. Chipmunks franchise sounds good. How many of those yep. are? Oh there? my god. That episode would probably last two hours. I reckon. Yeah, at least two hours. There'd be so much to say. Let's just talk about the intro <gasps> scene to the first Alvin and the Chipmunks um, for two hours, where they're singing Bad Day. Um, that's just... It's a masterpiece, really. It's, it's just they picked one of the worst songs to ever come out in the history of music. And improved it drastically. <gasps> what about like... which one was the one where they accidentally cripple... Um, Dave, which one is that? The second one or the third one? Oh, that's the second one. That is the second. Second one. one. They cripple him. And is that then one his called cousin... Two Chip Two Monk? Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> two Chip Two. Monk. No, they've got good names too. They got like uh, Chipwrecked and uh, the Rose the Squeakle. The Squeakle classics. Oh, Teeny, they're so good. We have to work those. <laughs> what names? Um, but yeah, I j- yeah, I love Megamind. I think. That's a movie where, if it, if people haven't seen it, I'm like, you gotta watch it. And like, it's probably the similar to how Brad is. Too. Yeah, yeah, the soundtrack too. Yeah, that's a good, good. Uh, soundtrack. Like Akadaka, can you beat Akadaka? Yeah, that is pretty good. And that was definitely just a reference to um, Iron Man, because it was like right after Iron Man yeah. came out. But I kind of loved that. Mega Mind soundtrack. I'm looking it up just to tell Lockie because I think it's important that everyone knows it's, the it's Megamind soundtrack. Classic rock. Okay, you got Bad to the Bone. Um, <laughs> a Little <laughs> Less <laughs> Conversation <laughs> by Elvis Presley. Um, oh. Highway to Hell. Crazy Train. Um, yes, that was <laughs> a good Mr. Blue too. Sky, which I forgot was in it. Um, Back in Black as well. Um, Bad by Michael Jackson. Welcome to the Jungle by Guns N' Roses. I mean, come on. Come on. That's a good soundtrack. That's an all-time soundtrack. Very good. All of that is good. I mean, that just sounds like a lucky playlist anyway. <laughs> That's not enough to sell you on the movie. I'll just listen to, like, an audio book of it. Make a mind. <laughs> I think the other thing, too, is that while DreamWorks have some pretty... Um, let's say average movies. I'm not going to say B movie, but I mean B movie. Um, I think their concepts are always really 
interesting if you compare them to like like yeah Disney movies have interesting concepts like I'm thinking like Moana and like Zootopia they're creative but the actual plot itself is very by the book like it's exactly how you expect it to go most of the time um whereas DreamWorks I mean they're mostly movies, based off of Brothers Grimm's and like nursery rhymes or like uh legends or, yeah a um, lot of the time and like the newer ones um again the concepts are created but the plots are very like exactly what you expect like i'm pretty sure in like um in like moana the culture that they base it off is like all of like the islander kind of like samoan hawaiian yeah which uh, is cool other ones that are there that I, my brain can't pick the up the Polynesian right now. the Polynesian ones yeah that they all have that kind of like very much like you know treat the earth the earth gods and yeah, yeah they yeah. all kind of really strongly believe in that I just think like the general plot structure as in like if you just put it right down to the basics of like Moana is just a girl wants to escape her home and she has to save the world with the help yeah. of someone who and they don't get they don't get along it's a silly adventure time like when you put it down to the basics of it it's like that but like with dreamworks movies it's like how do you put mega mind down to that level like you can't really you how can't. did you come up with that yeah, and, like, you can't put B-movie to that even. You can't be like, oh, it's about... Like, if you say to someone the basic plot of B-movie, oh, it's about a bee who um, wants to escape the hive and uh, falls in love with a human woman, and then together they sue the human race, but it ends up destroying the Earth. So then they have to save the Earth um, by travelling and um, taking down the honey farms, but also bringing them back up again. It's like... What the fuck? You can't... Like, and Megamind's the same thing. It's like, what do you... How do you explain it like that? Like, the concepts... You can just explain them in quick life, life le- lessons. Pretty you much. You can do... Sh- Shrek. Ugly people can be in fairy tales, too. That's Shrek. Ugly people then can B-movies, be hot, too. Yeah, B-movies. Bees are important. Um, El Dorado. Money doesn't make you happy. Um, what's the other one? Over the Hedge. Don't kill critters. Don't... Go over the hedge. Don't go over the hedge. <laughs> don't. don't jump over bushes. Over the hedge. Oh. Don't make a deal with a bear that you can't oh. keep up. It just it's important, you know? Megaminds is not all baddies wanna be baddies. Some of them wanna be goodies. Never Some too late to change. I think as a kid, part of me was like that kind of annoyed me because I was like I wanted to watch a movie about a bad guy and then he ended up being the good guy but like now I'm like I love it but as a kid I'm like I came here to watch a villain not a hero stinky and then now I watch it now and I'm like no actually it's really well done and I like it so I I feel like DreamWorks have more of a complex um thing like more of a complex Plot lines, more Their plot lines plot that you have to actually think about. They're always more complex. Even like Shrek Forever After is like about him being sick of family life and wanting to go back to the way he was before he was married. And then like the moral of the story is like, you know, not that. <laughs> yeah. It's it like, may be hard, but like you're going to miss it. 
yeah, appreciate what you've got, like, type thing. But it's like, as a kid, uh, like, I mean, I got it because when the movie came out, I was 11. But, like, my brother, who was however old he was, five at the time, like, he wouldn't have gotten it as easily, I don't think. Um, Which I think is where DreamWorks sort of, they actually shine well with that. But then the issue is sometimes they push it too far and then kids don't like the movies and then they don't watch them again. And then they're like, I'm just going to watch The Incredibles again. And it's like, that's where DreamWorks sort of lost out. But yeah, Mega Mind, I like it. Good. 10 out of 10 movie. Or 5 out of 5. Or I would definitely five, go 4 and a half. 5 mm-mm-ms out of 5. Five <laughs> and great, you've got Chinnick sued from Roller Coaster. <laughs> <laughs> Elliot's gonna knock on his doorstep and be like, "Did you steal my mums?" <laughs> and I'll be like, "I didn't steal the mums. Teeny stole the mums, so it wasn't me." You have to censor them. Uh, instead, for every time you say mm, I'll just replace it with Brad going fan theory. Do 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 do. Speaking of fan <laughs> theories. The only oh, one I could no. find for Megamind is that Megamind. Has it been a different jingle every time? Yes. I think so. No, it's just there. It's just there so um, so Chinnick knows when to put it in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but, Tell us but your the, theory. Um, it's it's a shit one. All right. Um, it's by Screen Rant. So calling out um, Screen Rant. Okay. Yeah. He, he can only he can only change into people that he's physically scanned. Um, so who is Space Dad? And the fan theory suggests with two like not enough information suggests that it's Metro Man's dad, which is dumb. Wow, I'm so <laughs> glad you brought in a jingle <laughs> to tell me a fan theory that you yourself have already shot down. Yep, I love a <laughs> segment only one I could find. about only fan one I could find. where you come in and go. So I have a fan theory, but I don't actually think it's true. Hmm. But like, amazing. Run the jingle again. Run it again. There it goes. That's the jingle. <laughs> Next one's gonna be like beep up, beep boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> Literally changes every time. Um. Yeah. Well. I guess we'll move on to the last one. Um, Let's do it. Oh, boy. So, Lockie. <laughs> Before yep. we start, I've never seen Over the Hedge. I think I've seen maybe the first five the minutes. Fu- why not? I don't Whoa. Know. like it, Sizzle. I, so we've I all just... missed out on one of the movies. Mm-hmm. Tini, I definitely think you'd like Over the Hedge. Okay. So okay. I want to preface this, like, before I start going into it, um, the Madagascar video game had like this secret thing you could unlock where it would be a clip of Bruce Willis <laughs> in a backyard with behind like with a picket white picket fence behind oh. him saying like hey I'm Bruce Willis and I voice RJ in the upcoming film Over the Head dude I remember and full- that <laughs> and he full goes into it like oh this is best film animated film ever because I play a goddamn raccoon who's indebted to a bear incredible honestly i mean um it's it's just like 
I don't know. I'm very conflicted about Over the Hedge. That's all. That's <laughs> like, I like it because it has a lot of charm to it. But at the same time, it's just so dumb. <laughs> Over the Hedge is very dumb. Okay, who's uh, the cast in it? I'm gonna the have a cast, the cast is insane. The cast it is has so an good. All time cast. Awesome cast. Okay. Bro, it does. Oh, William Shatner. Yeah. You Steve Carell. Avril Lavigne. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. How'd they, how'd they fuck... Nick... No. It has a lot higher rating than I expected it to have on... Um, Eugene Levy. On wow. Him. No, that's that's impressive. It's all time. I also, feel like all um, picked. The, um... Yeah, shit. No, like, every person I'm looking at this, I'm like, fuck, that's, like, a really good cast, hey? Ariel Winters in it. She was well. young in that though. Yeah, her her name's yeah, literally man. voice. Yeah, fucking hell. What Crazy. Are you... Okay. What? That was rude. Over so, the edge. Like, I don't know where to start on that. Like, neither neither do I. Like, I don't even know where to start with this movie. It's just, it's a lot happens in this film in such a short amount of time. You've got, like, the animals that are just living in peace. You've got RJ who comes in and he's like, you know what? You guys are foragers. Just come with me. Let's just fuck up a whole town's lives by just racking all their shit, bringing it back <laughs> to our joint. It'll be fun as. Um, I love the soundtrack. And the only reason I'm yeah, saying the that soundtrack. is because I'm thinking of the scene where they're doing that. They're, like, looting the um, suburbs, and it's just playing yeah. "Rock in the Suburbs" by Ben Folds because he did the whole soundtrack, and it's yeah, so he did. It, all the song works for each scene, but then like, so the soundtrack's good, but then you've got the animation, which is like, it's good at some points, but then really like, obviously bad at others. <laughs> yeah, the definitely. scene I'm thinking of, it's like the landscapes and the forests and stuff look really cool, and the like main characters like RJ and like. I'm gonna say Vern, even though you see his ass for like a quarter of the film. You're only looking at his ass for like a quarter of the film. He's animated all right, pretty well as well. But then, like the porcupines and like the oh, what is it? The possums, dude. You can tell they didn't spend like as much time on them. It's really weird. Yeah, I feel like that's definitely true. Um, and can we just talk about like? I don't know, like Hammy, dude. What do what is your opinion on Hammy, Chinnick? What do you, what do you think of? <laughs> I would honestly say, um, Hammy um, is one of the greatest characters of all time. I'm glad you said that. I'm <laughs> Here glad we go. You said that. Here we go. <laughs> I know. I know. Despicable Me came out after this movie. Well, after this movie, but um, Gru walked so that Hammy could run. Um, I'm <laughs> Steve Carell fucking pulls it off and I feel like it's one of those roles that he did where like you don't really I think now he's sort of come into more of like a serious acting phase but back then he played a lot of like comedic jokey characters but this is like another level for him where it's like he's playing a hyperactive squirrel 
who they give coffee on purpose to make him go more hyperactive. And it just, he pulls it off. He saves the Hulk. He saves his family by, like, going so hyper that he slows down time. That's crazy. I don't think anyone could pull it off as well as he does for the voice. Um, Legit. But I think, like, the hyperactive animation really helps that. Oh, definitely. Hammy is one of the characters that looks like the best, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, they just, every time he's, like, Mm -hmm. zipping around, and then when he's made to look like really like rabid if they just make it look really cool yeah i mean um, it really it, it is one of steve carell's best roles and it's just legit. <laughs> i love it it's so good i don't even i don't even know how he did that like a lot of his none of his work has been like as crazy as that at least in my opinion no way no like that is even grew is not on that level and that's like an animated yeah, character like, as well, but he never pulls Gru off at a level like that. And it's just like, the amount of energy that he had recording that is insane. And especially even if you watch videos of him doing it, it's just like, he was not holding back. Like, I'm talking like Eddie Murphy as donkey levels of commitment to that role, where he was just like, full energy the whole time. You can't even imagine like how fucking tired he would be after voice recording that yeah. character. Like fuck. Mm-hmm. Seriously. No, he doesn't get tired. He's on the coffees. Oh yeah, of course he's on the coffees. <laughs> yeah. He's on the coffees and the energy drinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was one disguise in every animated movie in the like from two thousand to two thousand and ten? Pretty I feel much. Like she was Pretty in much. Lots of them. Yeah. Barnyard being one of them. Barnyard. What a fucking cl- classic. Can we just talk about Barnyard forever? <laughs> Never talk about anything else. <laughs> Um, Can we just talk about that opening scene where they're surfing down the hill? That is a classic. I think we should. Yeah. <laughs> All udders out. All udders <laughs> out. <laughs> Gross. Um, I like to move it. That's my favourite <laughs> pun in the whole movie. So something that shocked, like, kind of like got to me is that like in Over the Hedge, they refer to the other animals, like, you know, Hammy and... Um, like RJ and stuff as what they are squirrels and raccoons and stuff but not once in the whole film do they say that Vern's a turtle they never say it they only call him like a reptile or an amphibian they never call him a turtle is that on purpose? is is he a turtle or is he a tortoise? oh oh. but that's what I'm thinking is it on purpose? because it's like not even not, not even his friends call him what he is it's so yeah. weird but it, but maybe it is on purpose and i'm thinking back on it i think okay this is something that when you talk about like friends in that movie like his friends i think one of the things i feel is missing from b movie compared to uh megamind and over the hedge is the like the heart to it I feel yeah. like B-Movie doesn't have that as much as, like, as this movie does, as Over the Hedge. Like, the scene where he comes back and he gives them all the shit and he, like, oh. he gives them all presents. And I'm like, that is, that's beautiful. And he then, just like, hands he comes back the and they're like, hey, hey, man, we've set up a little room for you. Here you go. It's so Got a nice. TV and a little couch. 
I love it. And I feel like B movie yeah. misses that mark, whereas like Mega Mind really gets it, and this gets it. Um, can't speak for El Dorado, but like a lot of other DreamWorks movies do it. Like Shrek obviously does. Um, I think I'd say Madagascar kind of nails, but yeah, I feel like Over the Hedge is like one of the more. It's got some more heartfelt moments in it, I guess, because it the whole concept of it is it's like about basically a broken family, but yeah. with animals. Like, and it's like you know they're they're obviously not related. If they were, that would be weird. But they're like a a family that they've built, and I think yeah yeah I don't know I really like the the characters in that movie a lot, and I think having that group be like yeah a broken family like oh they're just like misfits and they've all ended up together in this like neck of the woods it's just i don't know i really like that part of it at least but yeah like you guys were talking about the message about over the hedge before and it's like definitely got to be something about like you know sticking with your family or at least sticking with the people that care about you you know Mm. because those those animals go through some crazy shit yeah, they like flat out almost die multiple times. Yeah. Um, I think uh, the best scene in the movie is when um, well, act. There's too many best scenes to talk about, but I guess the two best scenes are when the possum pretends to be dead on the road. Um, which yeah. is just it's it's amazing. Um, and then the second best is when um. They disguise the skunk as a cat and they have the male cat at the house that's guarding the house and it's like hitting on her. The horny little bastard. And he's just like the yeah, horniest cat in the world. I fucking love that scene. But also And he joins their family as well. I know. That cat that cat. The whole movie when I watch this movie, all I think about is the PS two game for this movie. And are you talking about the <laughs> PS two game? for Madagascar having a easter egg about this movie but the game for this movie is fucking incredible Chloe and I were talking about it the other day it's so good because it's like a stealth game it's like Splinter Cell but with animals <laughs> it's fucking what? <laughs> it's insane it's so it's good. good stuff it's like a full stealth game where you play as the different character I can't remember if it's all of them or if you just play as RJ and Fern but um, yeah every level is like a stealth level um, because there's a lot of that in this movie so it makes sense but like there's one where you have to break into that house um, and you have to like go around the kitchen um, and steal stuff and then there was one where like you have to go through the backyard that has all the lasers and you have to like dodge all the lasers and if any of them catch you then you have to restart it's a very very good game god yeah is Are we excited to see Shrek using... back in the Pro Skater games? In the remastered <laughs> oh Pro Skater God. games? Yes. How good. Which Pro Skater game Did had get... Shrek in it? I, I think Shrek was the first one. Okay, so they should bring him back, shouldn't they? Surely. Yeah, yeah. Remastered the, Shrek the remaster. I want to see on a skateboard. Yes, please. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Do you have anything else you want to say about this movie, Lucky? Because I just... I could sit here just gushing about how much I love it all day because it's fucking. It, it is a very like good film. It's like, I'd summarize it as it's like be- it's 
DreamWorks, it's not a classic, but it's like the best non-classic DreamWorks film, in my opinion. Yeah, I get exactly what you mean by that. Too. People people sag on Over the Hedge a lot. And like, it has its like flaws, but it's just such a like cool film. Very heartful film that I just, it's, it really it's a joy to watch. It really surprised me when I looked it up and saw like how highly reviewed it is. Like, it's not like yeah. crazy, but like you know, four out of five. Like six and sevens. And like 70% on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, that's pretty crazy for... Like, I didn't expect that for this movie. But and it was crazy at like the box office, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I want to see what DreamWorks' most um, critically acclaimed movie is. Mm-hmm. Let's You've, take I, our I've guesses. I've also forgotten about um, Hammy's Boomerang Adventure. <laughs> oh, um, what? what? Yes. Yeah, um, I've the just short, found. Wasn't it? I've just found a review for it, and it goes as follows: Hammy's <laughs> Boomerang Adventure is a tear-jerking drama about how a squirrel <gasps> is coming to terms to the fact that he will never catch a boomerang. Aww. The performances from Wilson, Shatner, and Thomas Hayden—can't say his last name—are striking and honest. The drama will make Mike Tyson stream rivers from his eyes, and of course, what? Hammy. <laughs> Voiced by Gru the Minion, gives the performance of his life and will make the most stubborn, closed-minded people rethink their whole existence. One of the best DreamWorks animated shorts based off of the film Over the Hedge, two hammies out of .6666 Gru Minions. Aw. What? (laughs) Gru the Minion. I will screenshot that to keep that safe. And we need to frame it. great. He's great. Uh, a, a question for everyone: Which out of the four movies I've noticed we 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 haven't done any that have sequels? Which movie out of the four that we've done deserves a sequel? Oh, not B movie. Uh, I'd say not El Dorado too because it finished so neatly. And I feel the same about Over the Hedge. So I guess it has yeah, to be could have a double. It could have Megamind a double. Could. I don't want those animals to go through any more bullshit, you know what I'm saying? Over they the need to be a happy family forever. Um, he, coming up in Over the Hedge 2, Hammy's Roadkill. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. Turns out RJ was just pulling the long con and is going to fuck him over again. Oh. Okay. Uh, what's the turtle's name? Vern? Oh. Vern. Vern's actually a salamander. Okay, I want to do something. I want to do something. (laughs) Tierney's just made me think of this by looking at a review for Hammy's... What was it called? Hammy's Boomerang Adventure. Boomerang Adventure. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, I want to look at on Letterboxd, which you guys might not not know what that is, but it's a movie review app. I want to look... Every time we're talking about a movie, I want to look at, like, one-star reviews for each movie. Because there's always one-star reviews, and I want to see what they say. Um, let's start with Road to El Dorado to just really trigger Brad. Um, so, someone says, one star. This is David, by the way, it's his name. Um, Straining for humour in all the wrong places. Teasing depth just often enough to make us feel like it must ultimately have something it wants to say, but it just can't quite get it out. A boring, frustrating movie that treats religion, sexuality, friendship, and evil all wrong. How do you feel about that one, Brad? Um, 
Dave, you're a fuckwit. Okay, how about this one from Dylan? <laughs> Racist and sexist offers absolutely nothing redeeming other than something to stare at mindlessly while you slowly gulp down tea to help cure a wretched hangover. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus. Um, these people are angry. They are very angry. Very angry. Uh, um, final one from another D name. Um, Dreher is his name. So you already know it's going to be bad. This film was dumb. The one star is for the animators who worked on this film. Um, yeah, people didn't like that one, Brad. Putting it out there. No. Um, Idiots. <laughs> on to I, I, I found a really good one from Megamind when we're ready. Oh, I was going to go B movie. Um, but... Yeah. You can you can take Megamind after I've done B movie if you want. Like it's all yours. Mine is a positive review. I'm not looking oh, for fuck any. You. I'm looking for negativity. Negativity <laughs> in these places. I'm looking for straight positivity. I'm looking for negativity. Okay. Yeah, you would. <laughs> okay, this one <laughs> is a half a half star <gasps> for B movie, <sighs> and it says. Honestly, oh, for sorry. <laughs> it says, honestly, this movie might be fine. But I worked at Rite Aid for a summer, and this played on the TV behind the counter every single day. And after viewing 27, I hated this movie more than anything else on the planet. So to be fair, Tinny, that doesn't shit on the movie. That shit's on the experience. Damn. Um, yeah, you know, what's, what's, what's Rite Aid? <laughs> <laughs> you know, in the end, what is that? <laughs> what is it? What what's is that? that? Wait, is that know. a chemist? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Oh my god, this is so long. I want to read this whole review, because this is incredible, this one. Okay. Yeah, give, it, give it to me. One star from... Um, his name is just Wood. That's his name, okay? Oh, here we go. We can't I, even trust him. <laughs> I can't believe this is a real movie. Who is this even for? What the fuck is going on here? Chris Rock's mosquito character is kind of funny. Is that Larry King as a bee? Is that Sting? 40 minutes of this is a court case. I bet kids love this. Who read the script for this and said okay with it? It goes from sex jokes to really shitty drama just acted out with bees. Why did they just shoot Winnie the Pooh? World War B? He just suggested a suicide pact in a kids movie. At this point, I was completely in shock and was just pointing at the screen and shaking my head. Is he hijacking a plane? He's literally taking over a fucking plane. And it ends with a cover of Here Comes the Sun. He jacked this dude's wife. Holy shit. And that's it. <laughs> Do you want to know what I hear? An uncultured hater. Where, where, where? Okay, I'll do Over the Hedge. And then Tierney can do her positive. Over the Hedge. You've got one for Over the Hedge, okay. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm going to set mine. Over yeah. the Hedge, already hard to find one that's uh, low, because they're all coming up high. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> are we supposed to laugh at the turtle showing his ass to the audience? Or when the skunk <laughs> farts? Did you laugh when the squirrel said the hedge is called Steve and the movie tried to punch it off as a, pass it off as a joke? How can Steve be the punchline to you? Do you think it has a name? What is this movie? Oh, and also, how come all the animals spend the whole summer looking for shit to stuff the log with for the winter? And at the end of the movie, when all the food is destroyed, it takes the shitty raccoon like five minutes to gather enough nuts to fill the entire thing <laughs> as reconciliation for his actions during the entire movie. Realistically, all the animals should have died. 
during a cold and hungry winter, and the raccoon crimes would never be remembered, for every witness would have perished because of them. What the fuck? <laughs> wow, that was a lot. A lot, a um, lot. I've got a short review here from a person named Alexandra. They say, Gah! This movie is my worst ever. I will not afford this because this is similar as Skylanders. I think this movie was extremely childish and my 10 and 6 year old both thought it was boring. Overall, I would not recommend it and the jokes are terribly lame. One star. <laughs> like Skylanders. <laughs> It's my worst movie ever. Uh, that's the most Karen response ever. That's so funny. I love that so much. I'm just thinking back to that review saying that all the animals would die. Like, <laughs> all the animals should have died. <clears throat> what the fu- Apparently, there was right. a Mega Mind short film, too, by the way. Okay, oh. here's, here's my one from Sebastian. A sad, heartbreaking tale about Blue Lives Matter movement. This movie had me in tears from start to end. The social commentary is honest and striking, reflects our world perfectly. Though there are no superheroes in our world, as I've recently found out. Before he was Sherlock Holmes, Holmes and Watson, Will Ferrell gave gave this performance and its rivals his deep and honest portrayal of the magician. Alex the Lion, Ben Stifler, gives a... (laughs) <laughs> gives a brief but impactful performance as Bernard the janitor. This is a great starting film for the great Will Ferrell start, especially since he's Holmes. A great starting film for my boy. Ten Meteor Mans out of Watson. Beautiful. I also want to point out while I... <laughs> that was incredible. Um, while I was looking for Megamind reviews, um, I clicked on the director's name accidentally and it kind of makes sense why this movie's so good because he also directed all three Madagascar movies. Oh. But the other problem I have that completely kills that theory, he also directed Boss Baby. <laughs> oh. <laughs> can we can we round this out with some honorable mentions before we leave of Dreamworks movies? I feel like we have to. Um honestly. I'm going to Okay, let's go reviews of Mega Mind. Rated one star because they're always fun. Okay, <laughs> what the fuck? Some of these are just bizarre, um, and also some of them are just boring. So that's why I'm not doing a lot of those. Um, okay, that one's too long. <laughs> Back when, what the fuck? Oh god, here we go. Okay, this person, Garrett McMahon, said, Back when something awful was writing regular movie reviews, they called out the tendency of mostly all the non-Pixar animation studios to end their films with all the characters singing or dancing to something. It's here, it's in Shrek, Horton Hears a Who, Despicable Me, it's probably in the Lorax too, and once you see it, you'll never unsee it. That's a mood, honestly. Wow. Wow. I've got a review of uh, Turbo by Ethan here. 
<laughs> Tony the Snail tries to win a race. What a good epic movie. I wish Turbo 2 would come out. That would make me one happy fella. God, I hate my parents. Fuck! Good movie, good soundtrack. Life is a highway, I want to ride it all night. Bye-bye. <laughs> what? That was just that was just Hammy having say, some coffee. Did he say bye bye at the end? Bye bye. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, bye bye. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna read a review for Shark Tale. Um, oh god, here you go. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> if anything what keeps me up at night, it's when people discuss the great mid 2000s DreamWorks era of animation, i.e., Shrek, Madagascar, Flushed Away. But everyone forgets the one with a vegan shark and Martin Scorsese as a puffer fish serving as a homage to the Godfather. Whoa. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> this movie was Dude. truly ahead of its time. Instead of celebrities, they hired small and upcoming YouTubers Will Smith and Joblinski Games to voice their leads. Take note, <laughs> Hollywood. This is what we want. Fucking <laughs> 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 hell. Fuck, that's good. Um, but yeah, anyway, um, I'm going to stop reading reviews, but I guess we'll do like Tini said quickly, honorable mentions. I I have an honorable mention of Flushed Away. Oh, that was almost what I chose. Review. With a review. I freaking love this movie. It's just a classic. No one can't forget and one that I will love for all eternity. Remember the fat rat watching soccer and then cl- the clean rat getting flushed away down the toilet? <laughs> I'm an expert on all things rodents. And this is a classic that deserves to go down as a best Disney par- Pixar Paramount Pictures classic movie of history. Remy the rat made a guest appearance in the classic film as well. Sadly, he died. Rip Remy. <laughs> Rip Remy, bro. I don't know Rip why they Remy. did a way way yay yay down the toilet. Okay, we're going to get political on this one because my main honourable mention is Monsters vs. Aliens. Oh. And the review says... The president playing Axel F by Crazy Frog on a keyboard in front of a giant alien proves even he's more qualified than Donald Trump will ever be. And honestly, I feel that. You know? Whoa. Just, you know, some people's reviews. Some people just really go for it. This is another one about the Axel F thing. No wonder aliens are scared to make contact if the president is just going to play Axel F to communicate. (laughs) Um, If if I could chuck in my honourable mention, mine would be Home. I actually really like that I haven't seen that movie. It's really good. It's um, a good movie. Rihanna and um, Big Bang Theory Sheldon. It's Baboingo. Zinga. Babingo. Um, Lockie, what's your my honourable mention is uh, the first uh, DreamWorks film I ever watched, and that is Spirit. Spirit (gasps) is a goddamn amazing film. That's a goat film. I've not seen that either, to be honest. That's good. Oh, it's beautiful. Dude, I feel like we'll be we'll also be like doing it injustice uh, talking about the B movie so much, but Ants, Ants is good. Ants, baby. Oh, good. All right, Chinik, what's yours? What's your Tini, what are you mention? sending? 
just some really good reviews. I kind of want to read that. Read I'm going to read that one out just because it's by a guy with the profile name Mr. Worldwide Dale. Um, this is oh, one of, no. this is about flushed away. This is one of the best movies of all time. It rivals all, this is all in caps. It rivals all movies everywhere and is truly the voice of a generation. I don't know why it isn't taught in every school in the world, but it should have a cult following that rivals Shrek. The soundtrack, animation, and overall plot brought music to my ears, tears to my eyes, and spice to my life. Watch it, your life will be forever changed. And 12 people found that helpful on Google. So, there's that for you. Imagine... Imagine the voice of a generation being a film about, about getting flushed down a fucking toilet, right? <laughs> Movie of our voice of a generation. <laughs> I think I love Flushed Away, but it kind of frustrates me because it's the same like animation style as like Wallace and Gromit. Um, yes. Yes. But it's not like it is the same, but it's computer generated, not like traditional stop motion like they do. So it's like a weird blend, but it kind of works for this movie. But I guess like that would be my last honorable mention w- without talking about like the franchise ones, because obviously like Madagascar and How to Train Your Dragon, Kung Fu Panda are like masterpieces. But mm-hmm. um, Curse of the Were-Rabbit is the greatest movie ever made. And I just want to end on that. Like that is the best movie <laughs> that exists. It's so good. It. That movie is the goat. Um, Curse of the Were Rabbit is very good, and <laughs> I w- will not, I will not argue that at all. Tini, I'm going to need you to stop sending reviews because every one you send makes me want to read it again. I don't want to keep talking about <laughs> Flushed Away, but I have to talk about this one. <laughs> okay, Th- this is the last review, I promise, and then the podcast will be over. But just sit through this one by someone called Eric minor okay okay so basically the rat boy templeton does the thing and then oh i can't even say it oh you and tiggin they doggy man dies a wilbur says cool beans so then what i do i say pig no but then the charlotte but then the Charlotte spins the web and then say, <laughs> and then say Ratatouille boy, cook food. Uh, wow. I give it a G slash 11.787. Kind of, kind of brought a tear to my tash. A tear to my fash, but sort of racist with the frog boys. What the fuck, T? <laughs> what just happened? I don't know what to say to that. I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> okay, My favourite so part was... <laughs> but, but then the Charlotte <laughs> spins the web and then says, Ratatouille boy, cook food. Ah! ah. <laughs> I give it a G.11 at uh, 7.7, honestly. Oh, so we didn't even just... talk about Flushed Away. We just read reviews. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Ugh. On that note, I feel like I have to end it. I'm going to cry if I keep reading reviews about Flushed Away. Oh, my God. Um, That was top shit. Um, I'm going to keep that review thing going because I like that a lot. Um, okay. Was, yes, I like that. That was top shit. Boom, in one... 
in one uh, podcast, you got two new segments. You got Brad's, Brad's <laughs> theories. Brad's fan theories. Do 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 I need like a, a big red button that goes do 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 and stops the podcast, and I can say my. It thing. stops it's everything. Really abrupt. Fan theory. Fan theory. Um, that's fucking funny, as. Um, but yeah, on that note, I guess. Um, thanks for listening, everyone. This one's been like more of a shit show than the last ones. Like it's just been us shit talking, but I kind of. That's what I want. Um, it's a good transition episode, I think. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> what? Um, whatever you've got planned next okay next week is i've talked about this one this is the only episode that i have cemented for now um raggy yeah um the first (laughs) new movie that i actually get to talk about in a while um the new scooby-doo animated movie scoob comes out tomorrow or today when you're listening to this um and connor and I are going to watch it. Um, our good friend Connor, he's going to come on next week. Um, and we're just going to talk about this new Scooby-Doo movie. So I don't even know what to expect. Because we... No one's seen it yet. So there's no reviews or anything. Um, but it'll be really interesting. But it's the first new movie we can talk about. Um, unless, of course, we go back and talk about Trolls World Tour. Um, but, yeah, that'll be exciting. Um, and then as for anyone after that, it's not really set in stone. You guys are all returning at some point, yeah. Um, oh yes. But I don't remember specifically what do. for or when yet. But you're coming back, so. Barnyard. Barnyard. Yes. Barnyard. I'm there for barnyard, and we also have to play the PS2 game, which we've got lucky. We're, we've got to play that before. <laughs> we have to play the PS2 game. We have to. Um, oh, I think there was like. I kind of remember there was a couple that we had planned um, for the future, so we'll get into those. But um, you should do a poll on your Instagram the week before. That's kind of what I'm thinking, um, especially yeah. after this one, because after this it's all just nothing for a while. Um, yeah. I've got like the new Christopher Nolan movie is still supposed to be coming out, and like the new Wonder Ooh. Woman movie in a couple of months. But like until then, I'm pretty. We need to um, do two-parter Avengers, but yeah, I'm talking like at some point. Iron Man to Endgame. Yeah, well, I'm thinking like I kind of want to put that off until close to Black Widow. Yep. Because we could oh, do yeah, like true. think like three weeks in a row of Marvel. We got like one week of the first half of Marvel, second week is the second half, and then the third phase one, one is two, Black then Widow. three. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, but I guess. Thanks, guys, for coming back. Exciting um, stuff. You're welcome. Anytime, anytime. Yeah, thanks really for having it. me. Brad, thanks for being on the last four episodes with me. Um, That's okay. You'll get your check in the mail for those um, in maybe six months um, when we start Just making pictures profits, of Chinnick's feet. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Um, but yeah, um, you. I guess I'll do the little plug again. You can um, find us on Spotify find us on apple podcasts um you can go to our instagram which is just at chimwatch and same thing on a letterbox is uh chinnick 23 but both of those at the moment are mostly just other movie reviews but i generally like promote the podcast on the instagram um and facebook as well now so that's there too um but yeah um that'll be all and um 
Follow, like, subscribe. Yeah, all of that. All of those things. Follow, um, rate on Apple Podcasts. You can do that. You can't do that on Spotify, but Spotify following still helps. Um, and I guess Brad. Mm-hmm. I've been I've been working on this one. Oh. <clears throat> okay, here we go. Yep. This is the last time you get to do it for a while. So just... This is the last time you get to do it for so... a while and you <clears throat> choose to do it like that. <clears throat> <laughs> Drink all the fucking beat, dude. <laughs> 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 the dumbest fucking. The dumbest joke. I hate it. <laughs>